You are listening to BTS with Brett, the podcast, a podcast created to take you behind the scenes of the beauty industry, where we share inspiring stories, freelance tips, beauty and business advice. And I'm your host, Brittany Rogers. I'm a freelance beauty TV and film makeup artist. Welcome to BTS with Brett, y'all. Today, we're continuing last week's series on building your portfolio. If you're new here and you're like, sis, what are you talking about? Last week, we discussed everything you need to know about building your portfolio. We talked about being intentional, like the steps you need to take to build your portfolio. So today, we're going to get into the nitty gritty, uh, how to reach out. So if you've been feeling lost when it comes to building your portfolio, you don't know what type of images you need in your port. You're not sure how to reach out to photographers, how much you should be paying for your portfolio today's episode is for you but before we dive in on today's topic let me just give you a recap of what we discussed last week last week we talked about discovering your niche and why it's beneficial for creating a consistent portfolio we've also talked about discovering your niche in episode one so if you haven't checked that out yet if you don't know what your niche is go back and listen to that episode Two, we talked about creating a vision for your portfolio because if you don't have a vision for your port, you won't really know what jobs you should take and what you shouldn't or what photographers you should work with and who you shouldn't work with. Then we went on to crafting your portfolio with your dream client in mind. And lastly, we talked about creating a hit list of creatives. I also left you with some homework and hopefully you did it because it's gonna be very helpful with the topics that we're gonna discuss on this week's episode. So if you haven't listened to that before you get in today, make sure you go back and listen to last week's episode. All right, y'all, so grab your notebooks. Today is going to be a jam-packed day full of gems. I want you to take notes. We're talking about working with photographers, setting your budget, images, all of that. So let me stop rapping, (laughs) giving you this long preview, and let's dive in. When you're first starting out, the best way to build your portfolio is to pay for it, especially if you don't have any professional images in your portfolio. You have to pay to get images. When I first started my makeup journey, I didn't have any pictures, y'all. All I had was like before and afters of pictures I did of my friends on Instagram and I was trying to attract a certain type of client and I knew I could do the work as far as the makeup but I didn't have the images to get their attention so I booked a photo shoot in New York with a beauty photographer and agency models those pictures became the foundation for my portfolio that helped me get the clients that I need those pictures also came in handy when it was time for me to reach out to other photographers to ask about collaborating or booking other work. We'll talk about that in my next topic. So let's say that you are a more seasoned artist, right? Or I'll use myself as an example. In the beginning of my career, I was paying for images in my book. Fast forward to years later, while I do collaborate and test, which is something I get, I'll get to in a minute, I test with a few photographers. I'm in this season where I am refreshing my portfolio. I'm trying to gain the attention of a bigger client. And again, I know I can do the work, but I need the images to attract this client. So right now I created a new hit list. I created a budget for how much I want to spend yearly on updating my portfolio. And I'm giving you this example to say your portfolio isn't just a one-time thing that you pay for, you have images and that's it. As you grow, your portfolio is going to grow too. And sometimes that doesn't always mean that 
you are going to collaborate or TFP with a photographer, you may need to pay because they may say, hey, you might not be on the level that I need you to be on to collaborate with. And that's okay. Every time you get to a new level, you become an amateur on that level again, which means you have to start over. So that includes your portfolio, whether you're going to a new part of the industry, it's okay to be an amateur and build up from where you are. Then you become an expert on that level, you go to the next level and start over. So now that we know that sometimes you have to pay, which is no problem. And I heard a great quote today that said, sometimes you may not be in the room the way you want to be, but you're in there so you can kind of get a feel for what the room is requiring. I say that to say when you're working with a photographer that's not interested in collaborating with you, but they say, hey, you have to pay. Look at it like, okay, I had to pay these thousand dollars, but quality. I had to pay thousand dollars, but I'm in the room and I get to see what working with this type of professional looks and feels like on my own dime you know not on a set when there's a lot of pressure but when it's something that you can create so let's get into how much a photo shoot will cost you over the weekend i reached out to about eight different photographers on all different levels to find out their rate so i can give you an accurate price point and information about what photographers are looking for when it comes to emailing booking collaborating working on set with them and also their price points listen i had to check the carfax on my info but I wanted to give a huge shout out to Antoine Maxwell, who gave me so much valuable information. We talked for almost an hour. And not only does he know so much about the industry, he's also a great photographer. So I would highly recommend checking out his Instagram. It's at Antoine, A-N-T-W-O-N, Maxwell, M-A-X-W-E-L-L. So after speaking with several photographers, I found out that a photo shoot well, I kind of already knew this, but I wanted to make sure my information was accurate. A photo shoot can cost you anywhere from $500 to $5,000 with the average price being between $1,500 and $2,000. I highly suggest that you build your portfolio at the mid to the highest rate. Remember, you get what you pay for it. Having quality work from the jump is not only good for attracting the client that you want, but you can also pitch these images to other photographers and creatives when you're looking to collaborate. And what I mean by quality is when you're working with a good photographer, quality is it's not over retouch. So other photographers can really see your makeup work because when it's over retouch, it's like, okay, but what is, what does his or her work really look like? You have good lighting. So remember you're paying for more than just the images. You're paying for good lighting, good retouching and a good model. Good lighting will display your work better. A good model can wear your work better. And when it's not over retouch, the photographer and other decision makers can see your work. So what I want you guys to do is create a budget from what you want to spend in your portfolio, either yearly, quarterly, or maybe two quarters out the year. And I know you may be thinking, well, Brittany, how do we find out their rates? What do we do? What you're going to do is you're going to email the photographer, introduce yourself and let them know you're a new artist or you're a seasoned artist. You're currently looking to build or refresh your portfolio and you would like to know their rates. I would say email a few photographers that you like, some photographers on your hit list so you can find out a ballpark of what you need to put aside for your, let's say your 2021 
portfolio budget. Okay, so boom, you email the photographer. And if the photographer emails you back and their rate is not in your budget, but you love their work, you thank them for the information. Let them know their rate is not in your budget at the moment, but now that you have the information, you will reach back out to them once you're ready to book. There's nothing wrong with saying, I love your work, but it's not in my budget at the moment. However, I respect you enough to pay your rate, so I'll be back once I have the money together. There's nothing wrong with that. It's better to say that than to say, well, could we negotiate a rate? Because you gotta remember, it's not just about the images, but cameras cost thousands of dollars. Retouching, their time, studios, this is thousands of dollars worth of equipment and their time and years of knowledge and learning. And also a few of the photographers I talked to over the weekend said the same thing. They said they'd rather you say that it's not in your budget at the moment than to try to negotiate the rate. I will say though, when you are ready to book or if you're ready to book at that moment, you wanna ask, what does the rate include? Oftentimes the rate may just include just doing the photo shoot or just booking the shoot. You need to know, does it include the model? Is there a fee for the model? Is there a retouching fee? How much is the studio gonna cost? And if you are, let's say hiring a photographer to shoot your new makeup line, If you are using the photos for promotional use, you also want to find out, is there a license fee for this? A license fee basically means that you are buying all the rights from this photographer to use these images for promotional use. Once you build your portfolio up, you have a few images. Now you can move on to TFP or collaborating. TFP stands for time for print. It's a term that refers to the exchange of services among photographers and other creatives for the purpose of building our portfolios. Participating in a TFP shoot is a great way to build your portfolio, gain exposure to the industry when you're just starting out. Aside from building your portfolio and networking, testing is also a great way to keep your creative juices flowing in between client work. Client work, I don't have any creative control over. However, when it comes to me testing and collaborating with my friends, I'm able to say, okay, this is the type of makeup I wanna try. So that's what I love about TFP. Now, I want to say this. A few photographers that I worked with over the weekend said we need to cancel the term TFP and just call it a collaboration. Yes, we are testing for prints, but however, we're collaborating because we're all coming together with a good service to provide to create something for our portfolios. Let me break that down a little more. The reason why you need to pay to build your portfolio up first to get some images before you start collaborating and testing with people because you have to show that you can bring something to the table. You have something to offer. Remember with TFP, nobody's getting paid, but we have to make it worth our time. I'm gonna give you a great example. I was talking to one of my photographer friends over the weekend. He said that somebody reached out to him to do a TFP shoot. He looked at this makeup artist work and was like, oh my gosh, yes, it's amazing. His only thing was one, we have to come together to pay for the studio, which usually happens when you're collaborating with a team. All of you guys will come together to pitch in for the studio, the retouching. If you're doing an all day shoot, we may pitch in to get lunch that day. But anyway, so he told the makeup artist, we have to make sure we find a good model that's on the level of work that we already produce. 
and a good hairstylist and wardrobe. Everybody has to be on the same level so we can make it worth our time and get the images that we need. Well, he decided to uh, collab. The makeup artist got the team together. But the hairstylist that she bought only knew how to do a certain type of hair and couldn't provide what they needed for the shoot. The model, while she was a great model, she wasn't really good at posing. So therefore she only gave maybe two facial expressions and they didn't get what they need. So that's what I'm saying. When you collab, you have to make sure that you can provide what they are looking for. So when you're testing and you're trying to build a team before reaching out, you want to take the time to research this creative and make sure they can do what you're asking. And that's even if you're paying to have creatives come on a set with you. You want to make sure that they're aligned with your vision. Just because somebody can shoot nice work or they can do good hair and your friend been a hairstylist for a long time doesn't mean that they can come on set and do this over the top editorial hair. Or if it's a photographer, they can shoot this macro. So whether you're testing or you're paying for a shoot be sure to research the creatives that you're working with and when you're testing keep in mind that just because you're not getting paid your time is money so you want to make sure you put effort into it the same goes for the rest of your key players particularly your model who plays one of the most important parts in the shoot a pretty face and cute selfies does not make you qualified to be a model that was my mistake when building my portfolio I used to reach out to models on Instagram like oh my gosh she's so bomb yeah she's gonna come in and she's gonna kill it since we get on set and freeze in front of the camera because they were intimidated they were only used to taking selfies so you want to make sure that when you are reaching out to whoever whoever your creatives are that they already can create on the level that you need but also that you have the images to sell yourself so really take the time to invest work with good photographers from the jump i know you may be saying but listen all i can afford is 500 dollars right now and you just want some work in your book don't make the mistake i did save your money up get your coins right and work with a good photographer my photographer friends told me to tell y'all when you reach out to them please have your concept prepared they want to work with artists who are prepared so that goes into my next point create a mood board and attach that to your email when you are reaching out to a photographer what is a mood board? I'm glad you asked. A mood board is a type of collage consisting of images and text that help you display and communicate the concept that you're trying to do to your creative team. Now, it's kind of hard to explain what a mood board should look like on a podcast. So I will say go to my Instagram highlights, check out the BTS tab, and you will see a few of my mood boards in that tab. Uh, the way you want to create your mood board though is go back and look at your inspiration board. Find a concept or an image on there that you really love and build your concept off of that. This is what you're going to attach again to the email when you reach out to the photographer because this shows that you're prepared, you're serious, you have your ideas. Be sure to include text on your mood board so you can really go into detail of what you want. 
I'm very detailed with my mood boards. Not only do I add pictures, but I also add text because I need my creative team to know exactly what it is that I'm trying to get done. But it'll all make sense once you go and look at the tab on my Instagram of how I make my mood boards. And I'm gonna drop something soon on mood boards. Like maybe we'll do like a class, a workshop, I don't know, an Instagram live so I can show you guys how to put it together so you can be prepared for your next shoot. And lastly, you need to know what are the terms. Before you get on set, you need to know what are you paying for or what are you exchanging your time for? And I hate that meme that says, nobody asks more questions than the person who's not prepared to pay. Lies, lies, lies. The devil is a lie. Because listen, I need to know what am I putting my money towards or my time towards? I don't want to leave nothing up to surprise. I don't want to do a shoot and then the pictures come back and I don't get as many as I need it or there's like some hidden feeds on the back end once we've already done the shoot. So ask as many questions as you can. And I highly suggest putting this in your email too, letting them know upfront, listen, I need this many images back. What, you know, ask them, what is the turnaround time? Do I have to pay? Is there additional fee for a model or is the model included in the rate? Is there a, a retouching fee? But also you wanna know, and I always say to access, will your images contain a watermark or logo? I know nowadays people wanna protect their work, I get it. But unfortunately, I mean with Instagram, Twitter, social media period, your work is gonna get stolen, they're gonna repost it. But when it's good work, it'll always come back to you. They'll find out who did it. And having a watermark on your image is so unprofessional, it lowers the quality of the image, especially depending on how it's positioned. It will make your work go from like million dollar shoot to a $200 shoot, easily. <laughs> so be sure not to have any watermarks. So let me just say those questions again. One, you want to know how many images you how many images will you receive and how will they be sent? What is the turnaround time? In other words, how long will the editing take? And listen, post-production requires patience. It can take up to one to two weeks. Will your images contain watermarks or logos? Is there a studio fee? Is there a retouching fee? And a big one that I always say to ask, especially if you're doing a shoot for promotional use, meaning that if you have a product or with me, I have BTS with Brit, the brand. So I'm using my images to promote my podcast and other things that I have coming out. You want to find, is there a license fee? A license fee means you are buying over the rights to this image. And keep in mind, there's different types of license fee. Maybe you buy a limited license, which means you are able to use these photos for a certain amount of time, and then you have to redo them. You own the images forever, but that's something that you want to discuss with your photographer ahead of time, depending on what you're using the images for. We are at Last Looks. We're in episode six, so I'm sure by now you know what Last Looks is. But if you don't, let me give you a quick summary. It's basically where I give you all advice, or if we have a guest, our guests may give you advice. So here it is. My advice for today is believe in yourself already, damn it. Believe in yourself. <laughs> 
And really, I'm talking to myself. The other day, I was just randomly having a moment where I was daydreaming. I call it squirrel brain. You know, I just I'm here for a second and now, boom, I'm over there in a whole nother world. And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, sis, you are really out here doing all the things like everything that you said you wanted to do. You manifested it. But then I started thinking about when I first came out with not came out when I first thought about these ideas, the podcast was something I thought about three, four years ago, the blog, everything that I have almost was something that I thought about years ago. And back then I didn't put it out because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't think that I was qualified to talk about certain things. Um, I felt like I didn't have the team. In reality, I knew exactly what I was talking about. I had took the classes. I had been working on the sets. I had the team. Like Omatic, I've known Omatic for years. I've watched him do other people's podcasts. He told me plenty of times, like, sis, pull up. Let's do this podcast. But it was because of me. I didn't believe in myself. I wanted to teach because I didn't believe in myself. There were just so many things. And I realized, like, being fearful and doubtful of myself helped me back for years, like a good three four years and that's not to say that I regret the waiting period because I did learn so much about myself but the biggest thing was me being afraid and just not believing in myself whatever it is that you have on your heart right now whether it's a book whether it's a class creating a dope photo shoot you have to remember that it won't come to pass it's not going to come out great like how you want it to if you are showing up with doubt and fear on your heart you have to fully believe and trust the vision on your heart believe that if God gave you the vision that it's already in you you can do it you have the team because like I just said the thing that I was doubting myself on now that I'm doing all the things I'm doing the videos I'm doing the podcast I'm doing all that the team that is helping me is the same people who have been around for years you so trust yourself, sis, bruh, whoever it is that may be listening. Do that thing that only you know that you can do, like how you do it, because you can do it, period. We are wrapping up today's episode. As always, I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave me a comment, rate, and subscribe. Send me a DM. Let me know how you felt about today's episode. Let's wrap. Tell me how your process is going with working with photographers. My DMs are always open. I'm always here to help you guys because I love y'all. So you know what I'm going to say? Be safe. Wash your hands. Keep your mask on. Get tested for the Rona and go vote. I love y'all and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.